0: Hey, I'm Bob Berman. And I'm Jim Metzner, and welcome to another exciting episode of... Astounding Universe. I'm going to start this with the visual that's on a mouse pad that I got from National Geographic years ago when I was working for them. And it is an image of an f- infamous IF. The mouse pad depicts, I mean, a room full of monkeys, and they're all busy at typewriters and then you know you can sort of peek over the shoulder of one monkey and there's like you know the first page of Macbeth (laughs) (laughs) right and so this is uh tantamount to representing one of the great urban uh, legends of our time which is
1: the power of random actions or chance to produce amazing results And
0: so in this program, we're going to take this, and Bob is going to take us on a deep dive, because this relates to a lot of interesting stuff. And as they said in Star Trek, take us in, Mr. Sudo.
1: Yeah, and it's important because there are deep questions like, how did life arise on Earth? And if you want to avoid any kind of religious or spiritual explanations, the explanation given around the world in schoolrooms is that it was chance, just molecules hitting Other molecules, the four forces acting on them, and sooner or later, life begins. Like mutations
0: arrive, and this, that, and the other thing. All these things happen, and it's just over time that forces and ecology and all that plays into it, but it's basically random.
1: Yeah, it's random. I mean, once you have life, then evolution can take over, and then you can get different forms of life. No problem with that. But how do you get the first life to begin with? I see.
0: So it becomes less kind of random as, as conditions arise that become more conducive to life. But in the beginning, how did that happen?
1: Yeah. And it's said that just it
0: was happened by chance. Okay. You want to start with the monkeys? How do you want to take it? Well,
1: that's the usual model for chance that the idea if you have enough random things happening, in this case monkeys typing on keyboards furiously, eventually you'll get any result whatsoever. So we figured let's look at that and see whether there's validity to it. Okay. Is there? Well, here's the thing. I'll let you know. If you had a million monkeys never sleeping and they all could type 60 words a minute so that you could type a whole bunch of words fast. Let's not ask them to do the whole works of Shakespeare. Let's ask them to do a single opening line of one book. And I've chosen a book with a short opening line. Moby Dick. Do you remember the opening I, line? I Well, I, I think I do. It's, um, give me a minute. call me Ishmael. Call me Ishmael. Oh, yeah. So that's 15 keystrokes, including the spaces. That's, that's a lot easier than trying to produce an entire book how long would it take a million monkeys typing at keyboards if it could take each one only four seconds to randomly type keystrokes before one of them was likely to type call me ishmael you could figure out the answer by math (laughs) and i've done that for you it turns out (laughs) america can sleep easier now
0: knowing that behind the scenes at night Bob Berman is working out equations
1: like this. How long would it take, Bob? One of them would succeed, but odds are the job would take 38 trillion years or 3,000 times the age of the universe for one of them to finally, by random chance, type out, call me Ishmael. So the bottom line is that (laughs) it's not going to happen. And the bottom line to that is an amazing one, which is that randomness has far less power to achieve results than is popularly imagined. Let's go from monkeys to the creation of the universe. What's the implications of it? The implication is that if we have a deep problem that we cannot solve, now, how life arose on Earth is one such problem, Mm. and if we say, well, it's just from chance, nature hitting molecules, hitting other things, and eventually there's the answer. What I'm saying is that that is not The answer its almost silly to say that, even though it's taught in schools throughout the world. Random actions on any level have far less power to achieve any kind of result than we all imagine. For example, Fred Hoyle, more than 50 years ago, when he was first considering the complexity of life and the structure of genes and all the rest, said... That this whole random chance explanation for life arising would be the same as a tornado sweeping through a junkyard and then happening to assemble a perfectly working jumbo jet just by chance. For life to arise just from chance would be less likely than that happening. So he was a skeptic as to the chance explanation. And I'm telling you that if you really look at it mathematically, it's not a good explanation. And it means that, okay, let's not go to the spiritual or religious explanations. Though you can, I'm saying you shouldn't. But if you're really going to deal with science, it means we're not finished yet. We've got work to do. And this doesn't just apply to the origin of life. It applies to any deep intractable problem that we haven't yet solved. Don't give up by saying, oh, it's just chance. It means you got more work to do. So what you mean is we have to either try to solve this
0: question or just leave it to the list of unanswerable questions. Exactly. If we can't leave things to random and we leave out religious and spiritual
1: uh, matters, then where do we turn to, Roberto? Sometimes I think perhaps we have to have the humility to say, I don't know. That's a perfectly uh, reasonable thing to say, and maybe we need to say it more often.
0: Well, and in the spirit of I don't know, which is actually three of my favorite words and, and has helped me through many <laughs> 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 mishap, uh, we'll leave you with that uh, burning question and statement. And uh, monkeys notwithstanding, see you next time on Astounding Universe.
1: I'm Jim Metzner. And I'm Bob Berman.